Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're doing our mailbag episode. We got some questions from the listeners, from people on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. We're trying to help you out going into week two. Hopefully you got some wins this week. Uh, I think me and Jeff both got wins in our main league. We're feeling good. Jeff did it in a much more impressive fashion than I did. But hey, a win's a win. A win's a win, right? It's all that matters. 100% 100% wins the win, Just, baby. And keep you know clawing your way through the waiver wire, figuring it out. And, hey, that's how you can turn a championship into well, – that's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to have, in our league, the most ridiculous championship ever. I'm going to start with the worst team, beat all you guys, and then – I mean, that's just like I should retire after this. I mean, after that championship I'm going to pull off this year. <laughs> yeah, I actually want to give you your due. Uh, in our four major leagues, I only had one loss, and it happened to be against you. It in, did. In, in our dynasty draft, and I am coming off of three out of five uh, titles, so you should feel yeah. pretty good. Starting I haven't won that. Foot. I haven't won that league yet, but I'm getting there. I'm. I have a team that could do it this year, so we'll see how that plays out. But all right, mailbag. Uh, before we do that, make sure you guys do go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at instagram.com slash fantasy football profit you can get questions into us there every week go to youtube.com slash fantasy football profit as well comment on our videos we'll get you know your questions from there as we go as well let's jump into this thing we got some start sit questions to start us off from some of the listeners we'll start us off with nick nick has standard league he has three spots so he has to sit one of these guys one guy sits he has zeke he has chris carson he has Edwards Alaire and he has DeAndre Swift. That's actually a relatively tough one in a way. Wow. Where where are you leaning right when you when you see this to start? Ooh, <laughs> that's a rough one. Um who are these guys playing? Because I right. hate to I'll say it, but it, here. Yep. it goes into matchup immediately for me. All right. Like Zeke, Zeke does not get a pass. Zeke's playing at the Chargers. So you know, nothing. I guess that's not too crazy. And let's see, we got Carson, Chris Carson playing against Tennessee at home. We got Clyde Edwards-Alaire playing at Baltimore, and we have DeAndre Swift playing at Green Bay. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is tough. I actually think that Carson is, is probably the safest out of the bunch, so I probably start him. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> and because of because I don't necessarily tr- trust uh, Edwards Alaire quite yet, um, and and Swift, he looked good, but I, I think he's gonna be splitting time. Green Bay, I have no idea what we saw last week. It becomes very difficult. I think in this case, I start Carson Zeke. I give Zeke the pass. I, I try him one more week for sure, and then for this one, I think. I mean, you can go either way, but I would go Swift. I'm with you. I'm going Swift as well. Um, I, You know what? The Edwards-Alaire thing doesn't feel like it's happening to me. I, no, I mean, it, it's going to be game by game. And you. Yeah. the problem is if you sit them, you're going to miss a few. You and might. That's just but, the way it goes. 
I feel better about Swift. Um, you know, and this was supposed to be a week where he's like easing into it and not going to play him all the time. And he's involved. I mean, the guy's involved. It doesn't matter if they're down. If they're losing, it's fine. If they're losing, he's going to get catches. If they're winning, he's probably going to get some carries. He's going to be involved. Jamal Williams will be too. I'm not saying he's yeah. not, but um, I think Swift, I'm going Swift. I'm, I'm sitting Edwards there. What, what is your outlook on Zeke right now? Because this is a good, obviously these were four pretty decent backs, but there might be some uh, matchups that, are even better. Yeah. Zeke in your mind, is he what, like a middling RB two at this point? What, no, what, I'm, I'm okay at? with Zeke. I'm okay with Zeke. Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough really? game. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm really, am. I want to, wait, let's wait and see what happens with the chargers this week. That could change my opinion right now. Okay. It was a tough matchup against Tampa. They didn't really try to run him. He still, Tony Pollard played a little bit, but Tony Pollard isn't eating into his workload. He's just not. Zeke is the guy yet. Let's see okay. how it plays out this week. If, I, I will be more worried if he can't get it done against the Chargers. That becomes a major red flag. Yeah, I think the end of last year is still leaking into my head when I when yep. I'm considering yeah. Zeke. No, I get it. it. Kind of worries I, I, me. I want to see one more here. See yeah. what we got. All right, Corey asked Jamar Chase against the Bear the Bears or DJ Moore against the Saints half point PPR this week. So Jamar Chase, DJ Moore. A- I was going to say, I have a feeling we might disagree on this one. I actually like Chase better. I'm not a DJ mm-hmm. Moore guy, and and I didn't I didn't necessarily like what I saw coming from Carolina. I don't think the matchup is is I think it's harder this week. So I would go Chase and and try to ride the wave. I'm I'm still going to go DJ. I knew you have. <laughs> I, knew. I will. I I, I'm going to go DJ. Yeah, I, I I agree with you though. There is some. There's a little, there's a few concerns with Carolina and Sam Darnold right now to me. There, there are, and it seems like he might just try to check down a lot. It's going to be great for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome for Christian McCaffrey. Maybe not so much for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. I mean, Robbie Anderson had one big touchdown catch, but it was one catch. That was it. So I'm still going to go DJ Moore. Jamar Chase also had, you know, he had a, he had a, a nice touchdown, but there was no defense on the play. I mean, it's, it's, no. it's one of those where, you know, I don't know. Um, it was good. It was a, it gets a touch on right, but he didn't have to do right, anything. Right. Anybody could have done it. Yeah, it, so. it just was. Uh, it, it helped me to see him at least produce yeah. in, in week one. I think he, his confidence will only grow. And w- how how long have we seen this DJ Moore show where the guy's talented, but he's not on a team that uses him all that well? Right. All right. Next up um, comes in from Berger Baby. He says, "Would it be wise to sit Barkley in week two? And I'm gonna guess. If you drafted Barkley, you're probably not in a position to sit him. And I, I don't think – because right now he's still going to be, for me, I'm still going to rank him top 15 this week, um, maybe closer to 15 until I see a little bit more. He's at Washington, too. That's a that's not an easy matchup. But I'm still – most likely, most situations, you're starting Saquon. It's going to be hard to find one where you're not. Yeah. there. I would say this time around there probably is a – a possibility that you might have two other backs that kind of sneak in there. Maybe you have yep. Elijah Mitchell and, and you have another back, but I, I agree with you. I, I don't necessarily want to play him this week because I agree with you. Washington yep. looked pretty scary actually up front, Yeah, but I mean, who else do you have? So, I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. Yep. All right. Alex says, is it safe to start Jamal Williams as a flex option? So I will say, I don't know if I would know if I'd say safe, I'd say, He's a fine flex option. He's a probably a depends on you know how far down he's he's a, he's probably like a back end uh, running back three right now. He's probably going to get some work. I, I don't see him in Swift. I don't think see either of those guys taking over the backfield completely. It looks like he will play. 
I think he's probably okay as a flex option. I didn't say he's a great flex option. I don't even, yeah, I don't know if he's safe. Maybe what? Maybe safe as in probably gets you five to six points minimum. You yeah, know, you're going to get think, some points in that way. I guess if you want to call that safe. Yeah, I think he's worthy of consideration when it comes to flex. I, I don't, I don't mind if someone wanted to play him because I do think he looked, he looked very capable and he looked like the safer option until yep. that one big play by Swift. Here, here's my question along the lines of that. We don't buy into storylines a whole lot, but he's about to go and play against his old team. Do you think yeah. that would benefit him or actually hurt him because they will know him so well? You know what? For some reason, I feel like um, Dan Campbell could be a guy who buys into that kind of stuff. He just feels like that kind of guy where he wants to give his running back a carry on the goal line against his old team. I could see Debbie a Dan Campbell kind of thing. I don't know. Just feels like that's Dan Campbell to me. And so I can right. see him. I can see him getting an extra goal line carry just because Dan Campbell's like, well, hey, let's do it. So, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't shock me at all. <laughs> Dan Campbell's an interesting no, guy. Me, yeah, me either. <laughs> all right, here we go. Breddy Spaghetti, a regular on the show. Half point PPR flex. Who are you starting? So he has three receivers here. Uh, first, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Pittman, Brandon Ayuk who did not do anything this past week, but he said, I did also put in a waiver claim for Elijah Mitchell. So well, let's not, okay. If you get Elijah Mitchell, that's it. I want to play. I'll, I'll play. Him. I'll play yeah. Mitchell. I'll take that chance on Mitchell. If, so if you do not get Mitchell, who would you I will start? say, first off, I'll say you cannot start AU. You can't, I can't do it. You have to see him do something before. Cause that's just a guessing game, a complete guessing game. I would love to start AU. He's the guy here who I rather would play over any of those over um, Pittman and over uh, shoot. I already forgot. And Chanel. I would rather play a as a, I think talent wise, I think he's the guy, but we have no idea. He played, I think it was like 13 snaps last week, no targets, nothing. You know, I, I don't like that. I don't know what the deal is. We still don't know the, what happened. Why? So because of that, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And here's my question. Okay. So which one would you pick? Because Pittman and Chenault, I mean, did either of them show you enough to break through this no. three-way tie? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. not really, to okay. be honest. So, okay. Yeah. Um, they really didn't. I would probably lean Chenault. Most likely he's going against Denver. You got Pittman against the Rams. I'm probably leaning Chenault, not by a lot. It's not by a lot at all. It's a very close um, call here. It's kind of a toss up, but I'll go Chenault even though that team was bad. Yeah. I hope you put a lot of money on Mitchell. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I, I would love to play you. I would love that, but I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, that, that is how much I, I would still consider it because that's how much I, I didn't see from Chanel and Pittman. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I get uh, it. I get that point. Cause those other two guys. Yeah. Do you want to just take that complete, just take that chance. Right. Take right. to say I don't it, like Pittman, I don't like Chanel. It says I don't, more I just about like, the other two, to be it's honest. It's a lottery, it's a lottery, lottery pick here. Right, right. I, I get it. I get it. I wouldn't fault anybody for playing it that way. So all right. Harris asks Antonio Brown or T. Higgins at right, wide receiver to Antonio Brown playing against Atlanta. T. Higgins playing at Chicago. This is probably a close one for a lot of people. It's a good question. This one right here. This is. I feel like the rank is going to have Higgins higher, but I feel like I want AB. And everyone knows how much I enjoy Higgins, but I would go AB as well. He comes yeah, out on yeah. fire. They're going against a bad team. Um, once again, and Higgins caught a touchdown too, but 
but AB looked on on you know on point in form. He's too good not to play when he's playing well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. All right, next up we have Nate. He says, "Do we play Rogers this week against Detroit or stream Winston or Stafford?" And I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I did against too. Detroit I, last week was the very strange game. You get that out of the way. I, in my mind, I, I don't see a way that Aaron Rodgers lets that happen twice, let alone Detroit yeah. looks just awful. So even yeah. if he's still in the rut, he's going to put up points. So I, yeah. I go Aaron Rodgers. Go go play Aaron Rodgers. All right. Dr. Gauthier. This is, his, this is our final start-sit question right here. He has a start-sit question, and then we'll get into some uh, player questions with that he has as well. First one is, says he has one. Uh, da, da, here we go. DJ Moore or DeAndre Swift in his flex? And I like Swift. I'm going Swift as well. Yeah, it's Swift for me. So, all right. Then he has another question here. We'll get into some player stuff here. How do you feel about Debo rest of season? Was week one a fluke, or do you think he will be able to sustain a high output all season? Trying to decide if he is a sell high candidate this week or if he's worth holding on to. It's a good question. That's a good, it that's a, that's a, it's an interesting you know place to be in. We're like, hey, but do we want to take advantage of the fact this guy had his best week? You're trying to sell him? Yeah. That's, you know, it, 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 I know where I, I would go. That's a, a really, really good question, though. Where do you mm-hmm. lean? I think I keep him because I, I don't think we've seen maybe he is this guy. We've seen flashes from Debo. He just wasn't what staying healthy, really. We've seen the flashes that Debo could be a pretty good wide receiver. And it seemed I don't know. I, I like Debo. Brandon Ayuk, we still don't know what, what that deal is, like we said. Um, Debo seems to be the guy ahead, and he looked really good. I guess it was against Detroit. We don't know for sure. I don't know what you could get from Debo. That also changes the 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 the, the decision. If someone really loves Debo and you're going to get a guy who was a, you know, I don't even know, a top 10 guy at a position. Yeah, I'd probably do that then. I don't think you're getting that from Debo right now. Okay. Yeah, in my mind, I was when you say sell high, I'm thinking, I guess I wasn't thinking top 10, but I was thinking someone no, I, that could finish in the top 20. And right now, personally, I would do that. I would sell high on him if that was, I don't the, know who if that, that was it. Yeah, and, I'm not sure if I, I mean, would. I'm trying to think of who that could be. Okay. What if uh, Higgins? I don't want Higgins. I want to say I, mean, I want Debo. I'd, I'd rather have Higgins over Debo. I think Debo is he's not going to perform like he did last week. That is not, not like last week. That last week, and everyone Higgins. knows that, right? I mean, yeah. everyone should know that. But if yeah. someone in your league doesn't know that, and they're just like, he's the guy. That's true. And I, I don't want Higgins. Though, is not. Yeah, he hasn't done anything yet. But at the same time, Ayuk looked really good, and then you still have to worry about the QB. So he has to get a rapport as soon as Trey, Trey Lance. I assume he's going to take over that whole I don't, thing. I don't so honestly don't think heavy I, Kittle. I don't know. I really I don't, don't think I, Trey Lance. I don't is, think you can honest. rely on Debo. So if you can yeah. give me someone I can rely on, I would take the trip. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't think Trey. I really don't think we're going to see Trey Lance take over that job this year. As long as San Francisco is winning, no, I really don't think so. If they're winning games, I don't see them making the move. If they go, if they start losing, yes, I can see them m- making the move. If they continue to win. I just don't see that happening. I think you'll see Trey Lance in in little in packages, certain situations, but it's still going to be Garoppolo as long as they're winning. That's just my thought. Seeing on it. Trey Lance play Week One at all, yeah, kind of yeah. signal to me that at some point he's going to. And and I, Garoppolo played sure. great, but once again, I I'm really I'm kind of like taking the wind out of the sails because I mm-hmm. of how bad Detroit played in the first half. So sure. that that for me, I, I needed one more game. If if he performed like he did again, then. I would probably be more on your bandwagon. All right. Elvis Cardona says, what do you guys think of Kyle Pitts now that the Falcons look like a really bad team? I'm thinking I made a, the mistake of drafting him. No, I don't think so. I like Pitts. I still, Pitts had a good amount of targets. 
He had like over 20% of the targets, which is a solid number. He had, I think it was eight total targets in that game, caught four of them. He's a good player, and he, he made a couple good catches. It was a bad game for the Falcons. Yes, it was. That offensive line couldn't stop anybody, and that's really what the problem was. Is Matt Ryan had no time, and Matt Ryan needs time to throw. He's not going to go scramble and do anything. He needs time. He didn't have it. The running game is whatever, um, but Kyle Pitts is fine. He's perfectly fine. I don't see the Falcons being this bad. I feel like they're going to make adjustments. They're going to get better than this. Matt Ryan's a capable quarterback. He still is. And Kyle Pitts is a very good player. I don't, the tight end landscape isn't pretty out there. You're not, it's just not, it's not great. I would be happy to have Kyle Pitts to be honest right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think you made, depending on how high you drafted him, I guess you could be angry at yourself, but no, I think Kyle Pitts is fine to have. And I, I will double down on what Craig said. I think the, the biggest thing is they are a bad team. They're not going to win a lot of games, but at the same time, bad teams have to throw a lot. If you were, if you got the running back, like if you're really, if you had a lean on, on Mike Davis, yep. that, that would, that's where I'd be terrified. Cause you're like, Oh, he's, they're yeah, not going to nearly as much, but Ridley should bounce back. Pitts should be fine. Everyone else. I'm not going to trust, but those two guys, I feel, I feel, I still feel good about, even though they looked yeah, horrific last week yeah. and they did. They, you're not they wrong. They were to panic bad. a little bit. They looked terrific. All right, Rodrigo asks, what should I do with Eckler? Put him in your lineup. That's yeah. all you can do right now. He didn't have the – like the only concern is the catches weren't there. Don't know what that is. Don't know why. But we'll see how that goes going forward. I'm not too concerned right now. Just not. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine – you know That could it, be something to do with thinking about – I was trying to think about that. What happened? Remember, Eckler came into this game questionable. We didn't know if he was going to play. Maybe I – didn't, I didn't watch enough of this to know, but were they taking – they probably – taking them out in passing situations kind of a thing. It may be more than they would normally. They don't want that. He, he doesn't, they don't want him in there trying to block, you know, cause sometimes he might have to block him before he goes out. They, if he's injured, they're not going to want that. Some of that's just probably him coming off the injury. Um, I'd be really concerned if he goes next week without any catches. I just don't see that happening. All yeah, right. I agree with him. It's Kalen as is Waddle a legit flex going forward. I'll, yeah, I'm sure he's, you know, he's probably a flex option to, if he's an three option. receivers, he's definitely a flex option, I think. Yeah, he's an option, uh, but I, I still want to see more from him. I want to see oh, yeah, more for from sure. the Dolphins in general. I, I don't, I would not trust him. He'd be in the same boat as like, uh, you know, like we talked no, about Mo Williams. He's going to be like a wide receiver four to me. So it's more of like, okay, you have, you start three receivers on your team, then maybe he could be a yeah. fourth. That's about where he is right now for me. Well, the other thing that I worry about with that team is uh, Will Fuller is supposed to come back week two, right? So yeah, we'll see how that plays. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Because he's going to be there. the other deep threat, and if and we've seen that he can definitely fill that role for for Houston and and hopefully for Dolphins. So he yep. could actually take some of the you know the the excitement, the lightning away from Waddle. I mean, we'll we'll see. Maybe and maybe it'll help him. We don't really know yet. That is a that mm-hmm. team is all over the place. But he's a talented guy, so I would I'd be considering him every time in in flex position, yeah. but. It all depends on if you think you need a safer guy or a boomer bust. All right. Bert's asked thoughts on Latavius Murray possibly becoming running back one slash two in Baltimore. Well, I think he's definitely at least the two without a doubt. Yeah. So the, last night was interesting. Um, Tyson Williams looked good early. Um, it wasn't, I, mean, I don't think he was spectacular. He looked good. And then it seems like Latavius came in towards the end and played a little more, got a touchdown. Seemed like there was more of uh, definitely more of a, leaning Latavius later. I'm not sure exactly why that was. 
I do think Tyson looked like the better running back from what I saw again. Latavius Murray's not quite the guy he was. He's still fine, but he, I think he we're, I don't think he's gonna become the one. He could he could make it a split, um, but he's for sure the two. He's ahead of he'll, he'll be ahead of Bell. I mean, he came in part of the reason why he probably came in right away. He's been in training camp. He's been practicing all, you know, it was with the Saints, but he's been in training camp. Bell hadn't. So we'll see how that plays out when Bell maybe gets a shot. But I think I think Murray's that running back too there. Yeah, if I had to put money on it right now, I would I would guess I don't think it's going to be clear cut this year, but I think that Latavius Murray will end up being the overall number one. I I think because I I do think that he's going to be more of a goal line guy. Yeah. I do think that he'll end up, you know, getting a, a bunch of playing time, maybe as much as Tyson or if, you know, not the same. Um, and I, it's just the little stuff that keeps me thinking that, um, like, at the very end of the game, he didn't miss a block, but he also didn't give up a whole lot. And that is where, you know, that's where the turnover occurred and the pressure. So I'm, I'm wondering about a lot of those yeah. other things that even Bell, like Bell and Murray are are good at that stuff. You know, I mean, yep. if you want to protect yep. your quarterback and yeah, the blocking's huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. If if he was, if I saw something a little more special um, in the open field, then I would say, okay, mm-hmm. they're probably going to give him a chance. But yep. when it comes down to it, the experience I think is going to go a long way. So I, I actually yep. prefer Murray, but I think I think um, those two definitely will be viable, and then we'll figure out what Bell is if he has anything left in the tank. Yeah, some of those like if you if you can't pass block, you're not going to be out there very much. So. Hopefully can. It was funny. Um, I was looking at a Patriots game, just another topic. This is about um, not being able to block and Ramondre Stevenson. We talked about him. I was a fan of his. He had that fumble. That's not what killed him in this game. He did come back. They actually played him after that fumble. He got blown up on a, on a play. <laughs> you got to look like, this is when um, Mac Jones got hit low. It was actually, they called it roughing the passer. It's kind of a weak roughing the passer, but Stevenson just got destroyed. The guy, I don't remember who it was exactly went right through him. And I don't think he ever saw the field again after that. Dude, so. I mean, and that's if Belichick, man, those are the two things he hates. The yeah. Most. Like, so he you fumbled have to be able and to then, play football yeah. before you yeah. touch the ball. Yeah. He fumbled and then, they, okay, it wasn't the end of the day. And then he just, it, he got destroyed. Yeah. And it's actually, yeah, I can see him it, not coming back from that. It was one of the reasons too. I, and one of my teams, I actually have to decide if I want to play Harris or Jacobs. And I thought that was an interesting one, not to throw my own question in here. But right yeah. now I'm going to start Harris because I believe that he's going to get the bulk of the work. Yeah. And Jacobs, he got two touchdowns. And, but Jacobs, you know, his Jacobs look looked, really good, but he looked injured all night. He, he, he looked did. injured he did all not night. Look right. And I he don't was, know if that was um, the illness because, you know, that who's yeah, questionable was, going in. It was something it. more. He was, he was limping around. Yeah. It just seemed like he's, I feel like he's going to go into this week with a questionable, questionable tag too. So I would probably yeah. go Harris. Harris did fumble too, but. He what did. are they going to do? What do they do? Stevenson can't block. He fumbled to JJ yeah. Taylor. Do they give JJ Taylor a shot? No, it's, it's, it's Harris. It's yeah. I think Harris. he gets one more game to prove himself. Yeah. All right. Raul Raul asked, what should I do with Josh Allen? He's trash. Yeah. <laughs> and Derek Carr would be a better option. Chris Carson how, is trash as well. I love Chris Carson. <laughs> what Chris Carson do? I love how quickly, fine. how quickly people will give up no. on players. You, no, you drafted Josh Allen very high no. and I totally understand you being angry. And that's hilarious. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a whole lot of love for Josh Allen. He he's a tremendous player, but I don't know why I just don't like, don't like him for whatever reason, probably because yep. he, I was wrong on him, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But no, you don't. You don't panic yet. He'll he'll no, be he'll be just and, and definitely not for Derek Carr. 
No, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Derek Carr Derek won him a game Carr, last night. It was it was great, right? But he still he threw up. a pick. He threw a pick on the goal line there when they were trying to win. He yeah, I don't. He was that. trying to he was trying to throw yeah. it through Snead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? And so, also, no. what a great, what a weird ending. Oh man, that was I mean, such a that, weird game. Even that last play it was like the. I mean, I get the CB being like, "Oh, he beat me," but it, it almost looked Humphrey like Humphrey just gave up yeah, 10, he did. yeah ten oh, yards man. early. It was weird. I was sweating that out. I had a I had a one and a half point lead, and I was going against Justin Tucker. I was just waiting. I thought the Baltimore. I thought Baltimore was easily going to go down and score a field goal there after they got the ball back. I was just sweating out that. Oh, so terrible. But hey, it worked out. All right, final question. We got one last question. We got one trade question from Get Money Nick. He asked. Would you trade Kenny Galladay and Miles Sanders for Saquon Barkley? <laughs> so Miles okay, Sanders, I, I think I think Miles looked good. Yeah, um, he did. I mean, and, I, he's not going to get all of the work, but right now he's a lot safer than Barkley. Well, and I like again, I like a running back who plays with a mobile quarterback. It's just my thing. I like that. It seems to work out for the most part. Sanders looked good. I'm I'm more impressed with Sanders. I'm, I'm actually. I know one episode in the preseason, we started to like really think about this and think about Sanders and like, you know what? We're probably being low on him. We're not talking about this guy enough. And I think, I think it's true. I think he's going to be pretty solid. Um, Saying all that, I want to take one. (laughs) Oh, do you? Uh, I'll just say, (laughs) I I don't, I could care less about Galladay at this point. Right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't care either right now about Galladay. It's a nice throw in, I guess. But um, yeah, what do you, um, what do you, I know. Okay. So I just, yes, I'm going to take this shot that, I'm going to, I'm going to buy low on Saquon, right? Buy low on Saquon, sell high-ish on Sanders, you know, not really, but just normal, slightly, this is slightly high on Sanders to get Barkley. I'm just going to take that chance that Saquon's just, he's coming back from the injury. He's going to be Saquon yet. You know what? This might not work out, but I'm going to take that shot. I want to take that shot, get Saquon on my team. And this is how you can win titles. If, If Saquon becomes Saquon, you pair him with Sanders. Wasn't your number one. He's probably your number two, right? So you pair Saquon. Now, Sa- Saquon's your number two running back. Oh, yeah. I love that. So. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm I'm very, very afraid of what oh, yeah, is going to happen with Barkley this year. It's, I, I like that. I mean, the fact that you just put it out there is like, hey, this might not work out. Yeah, it, it might not. The but warning. There's, but there's like, risk. I like the, yeah. I like the yeah. thinking behind it. It all depends on the other makeup of your team. Mm-hmm. At this point, you should be able to tell, can I make a different move in order to get the pieces I need? Do yep. I, you know, does my team look strong enough? If not, if you're kind of like, I'm still like a, you know, a middling team, like I'm probably maybe at the outskirts of playoff contention, that yep. type of talent, then yeah, take the shot at Barkley. You don't have a whole lot to lose. Yep. I, I like to take that chance and try to win, win a title here. So another, that's the reason also I like to go for, I was, I was on board with going for Elijah Mitchell this week in case he becomes that league winning back. Not everyone was, I think somebody made a comment on YouTube that didn't really like my suggestion, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. I actually want to read this one. Uh, <laughs> and I want, because I, we do have more information now, right. About yeah, Raheem. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want you to respond to this one because I do think yeah. it's a, I mean, it's written a little harshly, but it's, I think that it is, is a legit, a legit question. I get it. And when I get we're it. talking about uh, free agent money, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Mickey 49, uh, because Craig, I had asked him just to reiterate, mm-hmm. I had asked him how much of your free agent budget would you throw at Mitchell? And Craig said, you know, I would go up to 50%. I would, I would throw half my budget out there and then I'll let him explain why. But so Mickey 49 says 50%. Are you nuts? You don't think there'll be more injuries to running back starters later in the season? It's how it goes every year is football for God's sakes. 
either your league uh, allow for really deep benches or the people in your league value their money as little as you do because 50% for one guy, there are 17 more weeks in this season. It's just baloney, especially when Trey Sermon is still right there. Uh, LOL, which is very, I mean, you like Trey Sermon as oh, well. Oh, I hope Trey Sermon. I, you know what? I want to go spend the money on Elijah Mitchell and then hope Trey Sermon becomes a guy. Honestly, I'm swear to God. That's how I want it. That's how I want it. To be. <laughs> but so, I, I do think that is a very, it's a very good point though, because when, okay. you're, when you actually stare at your budget and, you mm-hmm. know, I, I said a hundred dollars, but what mm-hmm. and ESPN is 250 or whatever. To well, that's ours. Out, that's our, most are a hundred. Most are a hundred. Oh, most yeah. are hundred. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, depending on what you do, but when you're staring mm-hmm. at it and you put half your budget down and then you might be mm-hmm. also grabbing a defense or another player that week mm-hmm. you could blow through you know 67 percent 70 percent of your budget mm-hmm. possibly um so do you still believe that and can you defend your point especially oh, after i do we know more about raheem i definitely believe it now we know moster is out for the entire year that is that is a sure thing he's gone um okay like you said you i yeah i don't i think there'll be another guy that comes out and another running back gets injured right and takes over maybe there might be Think of the situations right now, though, where that could even happen and you'd feel great about it. There's not a lot of them. I don't really, I'm trying to think if a guy goes, gets hurt, who well, am I going to just want to spend all my money on? Okay. If, uh, if Zeke gets hurt, do you want to go spend all your money on Tony Pollard? Not necessarily because I don't even seen Zeke do it yet. So and, and it'd be a good amount that we can spend a lot. Already kept but too. Tony Pollard's going to be gone in a lot of leagues. Um, again, Alexander Madison, we could say that one. I've seen Alexander Madison get a little bit more work and I wasn't terribly impressed. He would definitely command a good dollar total, but I'm I'm not I'm not sure I would want that more than I would want a starting running back for San Francisco. I'm just not sure. I'm trying to think of other backs. Um, if Aaron Jones went down, AJ Dillon's a great one, right? But AJ Dillon is owned in a lot of leagues. I don't even think he makes our waiver wire show because he's owned in more leagues. He's not out there a lot. So yeah, sure, one of those guys could get the chance, but most likely in, in especially in de- leagues that are slightly deeper, not even that much, but even like twelve team leagues. You're not getting A.J. Dillon. You're not getting Tony Pollard. You're not getting Alexander Madison. Those guys are owned already. Those are going to be some of the main backs. Who I'm really trying to like rack my brain around. I was going to say Kareem Hunt will definitely be. He's Kareem already, Hunt, but Kareem, Kareem Hunt's owned. Yeah, he's, he's, a, so, he's a, he could be a starter on his own. So yeah, the guys who would really take over, because almost every other situation, there are so many other situations where if someone gets hurt, it's going to be a committee no matter what. Um, if Alvin Kamara got hurt, Tony Jones is a very interesting one. Tony Jones would be. He's probably still lower. He's probably right. still a little bit lower on the list. But people are already starting to pick him up as well. But he's being so. picked up too. Tony Jones would be one, right? But yeah, okay, there, there are so few situations out there that if the starter got hurt, I would just be all in, all in to get that guy. It's just not a lot of them to me. There are not, it's not overwhelming out there. So because of that, this one, we know we've loved the 49ers run game. Always this running game, no matter, it seems like who they throw out there is awesome. So yes, we're taking a lot of risk in doing this because Trey Sermon, maybe Trey Sermon does get a lot of work again, right? Maybe Jermichael Hasty gets work. Sure. That stuff could happen. But Elijah Mitchell was the guy this past week. He showed he could do it. Sure. It's risky. I, th- I want to take risk in fantasy football. That's how you get championship rosters. You have to get guys, you know, what? it doesn't always work, right? But if you just sit around and wait, it might not ever happen. There is a chance right now. There are guys there. I don't think there's, there is going to be so few sure things. You'll never have a sure thing. When, when, yeah, uh, there's those other, unless it's AJ Dillon, you know, Tony Pollard, Madison, you don't have a sure thing that's going to come in. It's just not happening. And because of that, it's always going to be a risk, no matter when you do it. Some you get right, some you get wrong. 
I don't, I'm not worried about getting stuff wrong too much. You know, if you get it wrong, oh, well, adjust, but take a shot and 50%. Oh, well, just be more, you know, frugal with the, the rest of the season. You take your, you take your one shot. If you don't want to take your shot on Mitchell. Don't take it. Don't take it. But if you're, if, I, I think, I think you do it now because, you know, um, you just don't know if that opportunity is going to come again. So you remember last year's waiver wire shows? They sucked. There was never a waiver wire ad. It didn't yeah, happen. In the year, it was it like, was it didn't different. happen. It didn't happen. And a lot of, and, and a very, I, I, if they brought up the fact that uh, usually down the stretch with the last mm-hmm. few games, they're, it just so happens to be that there tends to be a running back or two that kind of comes out of nowhere and helps you sure. win it, right? We've seen it, and it's kind of every other year kind of thing. But yeah. at that point, too, is you have to make it to the playoffs before that is even relevant, win. right? You got to win now. You got to win now. Don't worry about it. I do not care about 17, 17 weeks. Not even, okay, you have 14 weeks of regular season. I don't care about week 13 right now. I don't care about week 12 right now. I got to get there. I'm not there yet. Nobody is. Yeah. You, you're not there. Like you have to get there, get there, then figure it out. I won titles with Sean Drone. I love Tim Hightower, Cameron Artist Payne. They didn't cost me anything on the waiver wire. You know, you can find guys at the end to fill in if if needed, but take your shot right now. I'm just, I'm yeah. going. I mean, and especially this year, we've already, yeah, we, and we've seen this year the running backs have disappointed. It's only been one week. I'm not, I'm not pulling the ripcord on, on pretty much anyone quite yet, but. I think it will be a little rougher of a season when it comes down to running back. You know, yep. if you have one of the top guys, you should be golden, but these other guys and, and depth as well, like it, speaking about that as well. So yeah, there might be other injuries, but mm-hmm. if you throw him on your bench and then you have more depth, then an injury will, if it occurs to you, then yep. you have the more ability to kind of weather the storm. So yep. I, I would agree with you. Uh, 50 seems scary, but I think it's scary. It out. It's scary. He's it scared. Out. You know, well, I feel it's good to be a little scared. It's good to be a little scared. No, <laughs> good to be good scared. To feel something. Yeah, it's good. You got it. You got it. Come on. You just yeah. got to win. And uh, hey, anybody listening from our league, um, I'm not going for Elijah Mitchell. Don't worry. Yeah. Now, now everyone's going to. It's going to be. It's going to be so much money. <laughs> I'm driving the price up. <laughs> It'll be me. I'm going to be the guy that goes like over 50%. And then everyone will like the next up would be like, oh, here's $20. And I go get Mark Ingram for five bucks. And he yeah, 20 carries. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the mailbag episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another one for you. Talk to you guys then.